All right, mic check, mic check, mic check. What's good, y'all? Welcome into another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. We got a special one today. I guess special. It's kind of returned to old format yeah. of Corona, where we're doing a little <laughs> online. But I do kind of, I do kind of like. It's me and James today. We don't got Emilio, unfortunately, and James and I couldn't get together. But we're still dedicated to the content, so we have to do this. But I like that this kind of version of an episode is now acceptable, like generally yep. acceptable, just in case. We, we can always do have it. a backup now, which is nice. Yeah, but do you? Th how long do you think that's gonna last? Like people would accept that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like podcast uh, listeners, how long are they gonna accept that? Man, I don't know. It, maybe it becomes its own art form. It's like a type wow. of video now. That's like it's <laughs> its own like subgenre of podcasting. Yeah, I mean it's getting big enough that it has its own genres already with like murder or scripted or versus like things like this or sports or whatever. So it is going that direction. It could get we could we could pioneer it. Although I don't know if I want to be that because I don't know they're not. We had good episodes during quarantine edition, but. Yep. Our better episodes, I think, will work together. And in general, I think for a podcast, our format, when you're in person, it just makes for yeah. a better show. This is only out of necessity. It's not. Yeah. I will say this is easier to edit the audio, though. <laughs> so <laughs> it's tempting. It's like, God damn, do I do I, do I dedicate to the work or to the craft? And so every, all listeners know that we're dedicated to y'all. We choose the harder option. Of course. But also the more fun one. So that's good. Funny how that works. When is the hard option ever more fun, right? So look at that. Another unique thing of podcasting. When is the hard option ever fun? More fun. More fun. I guess maybe the result, but like during the podcast, like while we're together, it's more fun. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's Even what though it's it harder later. I'm just trying to think of an example of when, it, when it's hard and it's fun. Sports? Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess it's fun to take it strong to the rack, like yeah. in, in ball when like three guys are smothering you. Although sometimes it sucks. Like when you're just getting knocked around, it's like, <laughs> God damn it, ref, please. Yeah, that's true. Can we call something? Can we call yeah. something? Yeah, who knows? But you want to start with ball, or you want to start with uh, our, the other major event of our country that isn't the NBA finals? Jeez. Okay, not the not the latter. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Let's talk about okay. Basketball. Okay, well, but we will. We definitely do have to get into that. We have to. You know, obviously, just, we have. God, to. it's it. reaction <laughs> season. You know, I, I don't call it election season anymore. It's reaction season. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So okay, let's go ball first. Lakers beat the Heat, yo. Like they Ye washed them. I was yep. just watching some of the highlights. I didn't watch it live. Did you watch the game live? I actually didn't either. I didn't even know what was happening yesterday. I, yeah, I was I like, didn't either. after the Heat won their conference, I was like, yeah, that's it. Right. And <laughs> like, I, was I was like, like <laughs> I thought there was going to be like a week, you know, because in normal season, it's so, but it was so quick. I, I yeah. only, that's why I caught the highlights because same, I didn't know what was happening. But I was watching some of the highlights there and dude, oh man, I don't know. Like, um, I was, I thought the Heat were, first of all, we're going to do better in game one. Like, I mm -hmm. thought it was going to be a little better than that. But I don't mm -hmm. know if I'm expecting a win from them. Or how much? I expect a win. I think, so I think I like heard the, like... The, a win, not just one game, but I'm saying like, are you expect a win for the series? I want it to be competitive. Yeah, I think it'll oh, be yeah, competitive. for sure, for sure. First game is first game. It always, it's always... Yeah, that's true. Everyone's always like, oh, this team's going to win after their first win. But it's mm. just it's just hype around it. Mm. Um, the Heat proved themselves. They made it this far. I know that Adebayo and... Dude, he's good. And um, Drogic both got, both got hurt. Oh, so that okay. was a big reason why they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drogic had a cool resurgence. He had a cool little resurgence after, like, he was in Phoenix was when he was popping. And then where did he go after that? I think right to the heat. But then he kind of, like, cooled off a little bit. But now he's got a nice little uh, nice little groove back with Jimmy. Dude, mm -hmm. I believe in Jimmy Butler. I believe in him. And, I like, I remember, I remember cheering for him when he was on the Chicago Bulls. And he was just, mm -hmm. like, their 3 and D guy, sub, off the bench. Right? And I remember him evolving through. And then when Tony Snell came in, he became what Jimmy Butler used to be because then Jimmy Butler stepped up. And he's just dope, dude. Like, he's always working. He's always just like, yo, we're here and we're trying to work. He's trying hard, bro. He's doing his best. Well, I don't know, And, man. you know, I always wondered why I liked him so much. He's from Texas. Yeah. He's from Texas. <laughs> How can it's I that inner Texas demeanor. Where in Texas? Do you know? He's uh, right outside of Houston. 
Katy, um, Texas. Small, small town outside of Houston. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Katy, Texas know. is more Pidalis. Yeah, yeah, that's Drake's town. That's Drake's yeah. town. <laughs> As we've already out. discussed. Yeah, hideout. exactly. But you won't tell me about it, even though I know you've been there. <laughs> even though I know <laughs> you been dr- I know I know you helped him find it. I know you helped him find the hideout. <laughs> we'll get that one day whenever we get our Drake interview. But yeah, so I don't know. Are you cheering for either team in this? Because this is the first time I'm not hoping the Lakers lose, but I don't really I'm not really cheering either way. I, I'm I do still find cheering like I want for LeBron the Heat. to win. Yeah. Why but I that? really don't care if LeBron wins. Like I, I kind of want him to, man. I want the Lakers to win because, you know, the Kobe stuff. Yeah, that does add it, on to it. It would be poetic. Does. That definitely adds on to it. That Dude, it's just so funny. LeBron, and, it's just, it always was LeBron in a Lakers jersey, and I still aren't, not totally used to it. But I do want to see him. Like, he needs four. He needs four. And I think now is definitely a good year to get it because that means he could double back with AD if they get even better, which would be cool, and that's non-bubble. Mm-hmm. Does this season have asterisks at all for you, the championship? What do you mean? Like, like a bu- uh, for the bubble? Is there an asterisk on the championship? I think so. I think it's like... Oh, shit. I'm not a bad bad asterisk. I think it's a but good it's one. But it's something. Oh, I think a good it's just one. different. It's like a unique Ooh. championship in itself. That's, tell me more, because most people say it's like bad. It's like, ah, uh, you, you got it in the bubble. Why do people say it's bad? That's I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out the argument, too, but I guess because it's... I don't like maybe you got rest or something. It's like, but everybody yeah. did, right? But it's like yeah. everybody kind of got the same. But why do you think it's better? I think this is honestly, if anything, more competitive because you're locked in this zone. Like mm. this is all you have right now. Like Whoa, this is your yeah. focus. You're not going out. You're not fucking going going to strip clubs and stuff. <laughs> Some, Some people are. are. Some <laughs> were, yeah. <laughs> and they're out. Look, they're out. Yeah. The ones who weren't going to strip clubs are still in. I but guess that stays consistent. You're technically you were willing to risk your health to go to this thing. True. This championship and put your all Excuse out me. there. Um, yeah, that and they were really the, one of the first big. Um, they were probably the the first sport to come back the right way. You know what I yeah. mean? I think baseball was coming out at the same time, but they still had their hiccups. Right. The NBA came back and they were like full force already. Yeah, yeah. and there was a pretty strong push like in the media constantly about it. Like I didn't hear shit about baseball coming back. Even football was kind of last minute. I heard right before it came back. I didn't really hear about mm-hmm. the prep, but NBA was like you heard all about the players talking about it on either side, whether they would do it, the owners, all that shit. And credit to the NBA, they got on it like right away, like you said. And they were like, no, we're gonna set this up. We're gonna make it right. Huh? Credit to I don't know who do you credit for that? Adam Silver, I guess the whole league, the, the owners league. and the players, yeah. everybody working together for it. Yeah. Shout out LeBron, so, the real, the real. GM I think of the it's league. a little more competitive, and it's definitely got more historical significance. Mm, yeah, because it's in a historical time. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be something that'll be remembered. Wow, dude, that's crazy. You're right, and it's like everything about it was different. The layout of the gym, how they did the interviews, how I mean, obviously everything with Black Lives Matter and social justice that they're trying to elevate onto a platform. It's gonna be historic from a lot of angles, and that's nuts. That. That could have real yeah. cultural impact from something that is, you know, sport. People say it all the time, oh, they get paid millions of dollars to play a game. But it's like, yeah, they do. But also some of them use it, and a lot of them right now in the bubble, use it for the right way. So yeah. it's almost like that million dollars is kind of worth it. It's like if it leads yeah. to impact that in 10 years could lead to cultural revolution for the betterment of a lot of people, I think it's kind of worth it. You know, it's a, shame <laughs> that, it's a shame that people who are publicly labeled activists and things like that don't get acknowledged for that more or aren't able to make that type of access or impact more. But... You know, there's, what's that uh, phrase or theory, medicine in the candy? You know, sometimes that's a thing. Sometimes you have to deliver it through a medium that people already accept, and you have yep. to get the message in there. Yeah, and these players are not completely separate from the world. Like, they know, they yeah. understand what's happening around them. They know the con- context of what the championship is. They're humans, um, yeah. A lot of them yeah, coming so. from uh, situations that are spurred on by these, like, social injustices that they're standing yep. against. And I think those feelings are being put into the way they're playing. 
Dude, which I think is yes. incredible. It's adding on. Yeah. It's giving like more meaning to the games too, man. Like even just seeing, uh, and it's not like it's, you know, because I was going to say even just seeing things like Black Lives Matter or vote or education reform on people's jerseys, when they're playing against each other, it's not like those ideals are clashing. It's like those ideals are coming together through a medium of competition, but it's like this overall theme is it's like sponsored by, you know, social justice almost, if you want to take in that business sense. Yeah. But it is like there's this overall theme of we're coming together to do this while we're still able to have our competitive and um, the passion for the flair of what we love. And not to, you know, make it about myself or toot my own horn, but it's really similar to what uh, Mila and I did with Impact, where it's like we decided, yo, let's still do what we like and also put it towards a cause that we care about because we can do both you don't have to do like they don't have to be separate most a lot especially guys in the nba have a lot of platform where they can blend both in a lot of creative and beneficial ways which they certainly have off court and shit which is great i love that we don't even know i love the impact that's being done that we don't know about and i think it's great man you're right so the bubble for the asterisks the asterisks bubble might be a real positive in nba history hmm. people might have to start changing that tone yeah because i think i'm just trying to think like what also we get, it's not like people were hurt all the major stars were there. Everyone was playing. Everyone got rest. So yeah, what's the what's the problem? I don't no know problem. what the argument against it is. And there was the extra like tournament kind of aspect that was added for the play-in shit. That was kind of exciting. That's a little exciting thing, and that's pretty fun. So in your in your ideal uh, circumstance, who wins? Is there? It's the Heat. The Mavs. <laughs> oh my God! This year, please <laughs> let's not talk about fantasy. Not your fantasy league. <laughs> uh, ideal, I think the the Heat win. In my opinion. Mm. I'd like the the story to finish. Jimmy Bean, baby. Jimmy B story. Jimmy Bean. This is his first. But time the Lakers the have Lakers have a good story too. I don't think it's, mm -hmm. I think it's, a, it's because of that. I, I don't really care who wins. Yeah, dude, that's really cool. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. I wish I watched more of the game so I could have seen how specifically like they were matching up with AD. Like, is it Bam? Is he guarding him for the most part? Or do they, are they at the same position? Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, they got Bam, they got Kelly Olynyk, they got, uh, <laughs> yeah, they have, oh, no, who's the guard, the um, the small forward, is he still with them, what's his name, uh, left hand, he was, a, oh, man, I can't remember, I can't remember, but it was, like, a defensive guard, mostly 3 and D guy, but it doesn't matter, point is, I want to see, so next game, we're going to have to tune in, I'm going to have to figure out when the next game is, and actually, yeah, definitely. we'll come back with a, we'll do our sports center take, <laughs> and we'll do our real sports center take, like, on that last episode, but... Oh, speaking of that, something we talked about on that that came to fruition was Doc being fired. And yes. uh, that you called James. James called it on that episode. Yeah. Unfortunately, people will never know. But there was a lot of stink and shit that, like, there was Kawhi was behind there. He was sending shots or didn't vouch for him, at least. Have, have you heard anything about that? I haven't heard any of the drama. I really didn't care. I don't know. You're the one who called it. No, I think you, were, I you think put Emilio it in the group chat. It. Huh? Oh, I mean, they did call it. it. Yeah. yeah. But then you took credit for it in the group chat. You were like, yo, I called it. So what's up, bro? Revisionist uh, that history. That ain't happen. Why you, why you putting well, yo, big, don't make me leak him, man. Don't make me I'll, leak him to the public. I'll look at the text right now, bro. Why you say that? No need to I, I did no share the info that he got dropped. He did get dropped. Um, okay. But I don't I don't think... Wozniak. I don't think he's not going to be employed. Like, I think he's going to have a job eventually. Yeah, you were saying that. You said like half the teams are looking for a coach, and he still has that pedigree. But I don't know, man. Because it's like if, if you get... If you can't do something with two of the most talented and diverse players and versatile players in the league, is that a reflection on you as the coach or on their attitudes? Depends how big of a role they were trying to play, right? Like, mm. LeBron plays a huge role. Yeah. So, like, if you get fired when working with LeBron, 
it's more like LeBron got you fired, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what they're saying about Kawhi. They're saying that he's at that point now where, uh, I mean, I saw mixed things. They're saying he openly had shot. I didn't look too much into it. Just looked at the headlines. You know what we do. You know the era we're in. Yeah. But saying like there were some that said he sent shots. There were some that said he just didn't vouch for him and he had the power to stand up for him if he wanted to, which I'm sure he did. But I don't know. I don't like there was I didn't really hear complaints about Doc throughout the season. Did you? No, but I'm sure the fan base probably was upset. Fuck the fan base. (laughs) I don't know. Clippers fan base. What? I mean, you get what you get. You know, like I mean, (laughs) they kind of have some reason to be upset. Like with, uh, and again, I think we talked about it on the episode didn't come out, but Doc's been there through Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan, three of whom were in slash near their prime, and they couldn't. They got what as far as what conference finals? Did they get to the conference finals? I don't think so. I don't even know. Yeah, they may have just got to the second round, and so and then now you got. Kawhi, fresh off a championship, fresh off finals MVP, defensive player of the league, one of the best players. Paul George should be one of the best players in the league. Patrick Beverly, rumored to be one of the rumored, uh, well, until this year, was one of the most effective defensive wing guards. And then you had, a, like, Montres Harrell, a bunch of other Lou Williams pieces that are just going to help you. Like, those are the complementary pieces you need in the championship. And then they still didn't get it done. So yep. he's had two circumstances of pretty good deck stacked in his favor. And this is definitely the best deck, best stacked deck he's had. This like, is better than the Lob City team? I think so. Talent-wise, like on paper? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Damn, So he, he was going to be the scapegoat no matter what, I think. Yeah, coaches usually are. Coaches, when, when the players did shit the bed. But there mm. is an aspect of... They did how, shit the bed. They did. Like, we can't deny that. We can't deny that. <laughs> I love Kawhi, but we can't deny that him and Paul George did shit the bed in that last episode. And Paul George for most of the playoffs. Pat Bev for also that series. So it is very disappointing. Ah. Kawhi, I, mean, I wanted him to have another one. I wanted him just to be like, I can do it anywhere. I'm globetrotting. I'm going from the Spurs to Toronto to L.A. Wherever yeah. I go, I win. I wanted well, him to Well, now LeBron's that. saying that, so. Yeah. I wonder if Kawhi is going to be, like, who's the Kawhi of Jordan's generation? The one who did win. Is it Hakeem? You know, like, the one that got two chips, wasn't all-time at their position, but will always be drowned out by the greatest player of their generation. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. real tough. I guess Kawhi would need a little more. Before he, we could consider him anything like that. How long has he been in the league now? He's been in for a while. No, he has, but in terms of um, accolades, like he has two oh, chips. He has so two chips. Got, he's got, yeah, you know, he's two more. defensive player of the year, two final MVPs. But he has two defensive player? Maybe one. Maybe two, but a bunch of all-team defense. It's actually getting really similar to Hakeem now that I think about it. They just kind of scored differently. Kawhi's more, you know, face-up guard and shit like that, mid-range. And Hakeem was obviously on the block, dream shake, and shake you up, give you a little crossover. But both defensively strong players, both shined in the finals both won two chips on their back Kawhi did it with two different teams so that's a little something something but i wonder if that's like an equal comparison i don't know if there is a i don't know if there is an equal comparison it's definitely a good comparison <laughs> I would, yeah <laughs> now that you're listening all, it all out yeah yeah you know it's close <laughs> we might need a little uh a little bit more of an expert a little historian because i was i mean i my mba knowledge is my expertise lies in the years of like the last two years of the paul pierce celtics to mm. Right about, mm, right before they got Kyrie, like right around there. Those were the times I was really paying attention to the NBA. Like, oh, that was like last year, bro. That was like nah, that was like years two ago. years ago, three yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, there's, I've been keyed out since then. There's been major differences. LeBron went to the Lakers in that time. You know, yeah. like that was yeah. that was very different. And um, yeah, so that's where I was when I was watching Inside the NBA, like every day. Like I was on first take. What are they saying about the trade rumors? Who won? Who lost? So that's all. That's where my, most of my expertise lies. But I'm glad to be back in for the bubble. I actually think, mm-hmm. like you said, this historicness around it makes you want to tune in. 
it made me want to tune back in. I was like, okay, I gotta see these playoffs. Yep. This is gonna be something different. So shout out to Lakers, shout out to Heat. Heat, <laughs> let's not get stopped next time though, please, please, because I'm gonna watch and I want to see something a little. We better. need something competitive. We need something. Which I think show. you'll get, like you said, it's first game. Maybe it's even just it's opening. It's the finals, you know. Yeah. LeBron is a like he can do anything. Ultimate composure. He's been in all scenarios in basketball, so I'm sure he's able to, you know keep the team together in that sense. And they got to adjust to how the team plays. Like, that's yeah. the first time they've interacted, I'm sure. Like Yeah, that's right. They probably played, like, one or two games during the season. I don't even know yeah. if they, they played the in the bubble. And the season was in, like, January. Yeah, they didn't play in the bubble, I don't think. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. So it's just brand new. And obviously it's the overwhelming force with LeBron and AD. So yep. you got to figure out how to come back. And, damn, the Heat are never, like, I mean, not never, but it is interesting how they match up because the Lakers are, you know, top-heavy with the two, two-headed dragon with LeBron and AD. And then you have everybody filling their spots well. Don't get me wrong, but they fill their spots. And the Heat's a much more balanced team. Like, any night you can see anybody going off for 17. And, like, for five people, get 17 points, you know, and yep. all chip in and all pitch in. Whether it's Tyler Hero going off from three, whether it's Crowder getting the hustle plays and big threes, whether it's Jimmy Butler doing his thing all game, whether it's Bam, whether it's what's the guy named Duncan Robinson, Splash, Duncan Splash Robinson. City. Best three-pointer in the league right now, isn't he? Because he won yeah, the three-pointer. I think three so, yeah. He did, what yeah. about, but wait, stats, or sorry, percentage-wise as well, or just, um, excuse me, Three-point percentage. Or I think sorry, in the playoffs, he's been much better. Like better what do you, wait, hold on. What do you judge? That's a good tangent. What do you judge for that one specifically? Who would be the best shooter? If it was three-point percentage this season or um, like three-point shots made or three-point contest? Which is the best scenario to judge who's the best? Not the, I don't think the contest. You don't think so? <laughs> no, what if there was the no contest. like lights and glitz and glamour and they just did it like in a gym and they went through like they did five rounds of the same rack? No, I think there's just with the percentages. I think that's the biggest stat. Um, okay, that's a that's a continuous average, right? That's the, like a constant, constantly. Um, what's the word? It's just the it's consistent. Yeah, it know. shows consistency. You know? Right, right, right. And it could be in more pressure situations too. Because I guess yeah. I was trying to say what's. What shows if you're better? And I guess we're talking NBA player. We have to talk about the game. But I was going to say the isolation, pure isolated skill, who does it better or who does it better in the game, like game time, in the moments and things like that. And if we're talking player, I guess it would be the second. I think it's in the game. It's in mm. the moments you need it. Yeah. Game time. And, hey, Duncan Robinson does definitely step up for that. So he's got a good-ass argument. He's got mm -hmm. a good-ass argument. Uh, okay. Is there anything NBA-related we need to cover otherwise? I don't think so. Finals pretty much are dominating NBA headlines. Yeah. Or maybe I've missed them. And we're not a sports podcast. This is like no, a special feature. <laughs> this is the longest we've talked about sports yet. I think, again, the one that didn't come out, I think it went a little yeah, longer, like 25, like 30. An, I thought it was an hour, dude, of us well, talking no, no, about no. sports. Well, no, no, no. I mean, we had we had other things that got like interwoven in there, but it was mm -hmm. like sports. That was like sports and politics. We were we were really getting into our <laughs> shit there. Or that was a different. I'm blending, dude. I don't know. Time's a blur. Podcast. This one's going to be a sports and politics, though. So. Yeah. Oh, you know it is. Okay, let's take a quick break because I got to refill my water. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll transition into that. I'm on my night flow, dark night show. Hit the nitro, yeah, I might blow. That's for certain. See me pull off and I'm skirting. Raise the roof and open curtains. Drop some proof that I've been working. It's the truth that's really hurting. But the honesty is worth it in the booth. 
youth I've been flirting with some newfound purpose And her name is Mariana, way deeper than the surface I be thanking Lil Mama cause before was feeling worthless Shout out to that good good And she from the hood, double back and do it right Yeah, just like I should I'm influenced by the light coming off of her graces But I'm a student of the night with some dark temptations Still I might as with the sight when she show me all her faces Balling, kicking right, tighten up my laces Dream chases, turning into races Me and myself, which of us is setting pace in? Waves they crash and burn Ways are back to learn Ooh, Some days are meant to earn Others ain't Others ain't pulling up on lover's lane Last visit was long ago, since then ain't been the same mm, Damn, what's in the name? Found meaning outside of me Hardly ever do I wear a chain Shine enough without jewelry Sunlight to the moonbeams I've been living like true fiends Still got everything you need Say the word and I'll get it for you Ready and set it for you I don't regret to inform I see the clouds coming I know we can weather the storm And I'm better now we be You ready to jump back into this, uh the uh if you watched all the media outlets the fight that gripped the nation the the oh, showdown yeah. the fr the friday night spectacular was that on friday what day is no i mean today's thursday no today is thursday it was so two it was days ago tuesday tuesday okay so recording this on thursday two days after the presidential debate which as i just jokingly uh alluded to but with a hint of seriousness if you're looking at any of the um news programs leading up to it even up to like an hour hour and a half before it was basically setting you up for the main event fight of the ufc the wwe you know smackdown main wrestlemania event. yeah like pay-per-view tune in and you know before we jump into how we how we feel about it specific things about it wait you, you watched the whole thing were you watching it live i watched the whole thing yeah me too this was actually yeah. the first one i've watched live all the way through yeah. this is the first time yep and and i know that it was like broadcast across the world not just here wow Wow. Like, there were people in Switzerland. There were people in uh, Brazil. There were yeah. people in New Zealand. I saw all of their responses on Twitter. Not all of them. <laughs> yeah, every, every single but one I, of you. I saw, responses from, yeah, <laughs> I saw responses from all over the world that were like, oh, yeah. my God, this is a shit show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <This> <laughs> Let's get that out of the way first. Shit show. Shit show. Shit show. I think Complete. that's pretty clear. And I think a lot of people can agree on that. I think most people do. Regardless of side, I think most people would agree that it was not that great. Yeah, it was less than great. In fact, I don't even think it reached good. It, right, I and feel that's like from all parts. What What did we expect that they were going to come out with? Yeah. Well organized thoughts and facts and arguments and accept others' opinions and then be yeah. like, okay, I see your point, but let me let me hit you with this. This is something yeah. how. Well, I, I think see. that even goes to that goes to the fucking format of it in general, man. And I hate when he was explaining. I was literally like exclaiming to myself out loud, and, and you know, I was I was just having calm night. I didn't know what was going on, and then I was just like chilling. And then I saw it was coming. I was like, oh. Let's get the wine bottle. Like, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's time to go. Oh, and so, it's time. But, but just when they were explaining the format, I was just, they said six segments of 15 minutes, which already sounds kind of small. I was like, okay, all right. But 15, I, was, I thought that meant like 15 minutes to have the full discussion or whatever. But then they said two minutes each for an answer of the question that opens up the round. And it's, what is two minutes? What can you possibly explain in two minutes except a soundbite, except like these buzzwords, except all that shit? I think in even, excuse me, 
sorry, excuse me again. <laughs> I think in even debate team in high school, you get more than two minutes for the opening argument or the opening you question you, of it. You get five. So, so it's, <laughs> right, like, and five, and like five is better, but even that is like, okay, that's a lot. But five, I think we can get a much better base, and then we could still have the, you know, the. 15-minute discussion part afterwards. But I just think, especially, especially when you have someone like Trump that you know isn't going to follow the rules, that you know he's just going to disrupt it. You know it's... Dude, I felt like I was watching Rugrats. Like, I thought it that was... was <laughs> like, like Tommy talk. and Dill Pickle up there, like they just, were just fighting smack with each talking other. back and forth, roasting yeah, each other. Yeah, like, yeah. Th- look oh, at this it was clown. Nuts. Oh, it was look nuts. At this sleepy Joe. It was nuts, dude. I will say, I was impressed. Joe Biden did a little better than I thought he was. No, I mean, he did, like, in terms of constitution and, like, presence and awakeness and alertness. He was much better than I was expecting. Yeah, I agree. And I, think, yeah. I think that goes into, like, media just saying that about him, including us. I'm pretty sure I <laughs> called him a corpse on an episode. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, like it, I was, I was impressed to see that, and I was happy to see that because you know, I, in this election, he fights for more what I believe, and so I'm, you know, I'm gonna vote for him. So I hope he fucking shows himself in a good light. But I think just this whole format is just set up to be bad, especially in the maybe it was different back in the day where the age of social media and sound bites weren't as prevalent. Obviously, it still did because this kind of led me down a rabbit hole of first I was watching Trump's old debates with Hillary. And then it went back into Obama and Romney. And then I got all the way back to like Reagan and shit. And it's funny actually that we say this now because Reagan was literally like cracking jokes up there. And like, but everybody was quiet. Everybody, not the, sorry, the audience was laughing along and shit. But the other um, um, like people he were debating against were quiet. Like they were just listening to it. They maybe like smiled or chuckled along, but it wasn't just forceful interruption and shit. And next time I'm going to chronicle it and like look carefully. But I wonder where along the line that kind of got lost. Because there was a point where it did start to get lost. It started to be a lot more interruptions. So obviously, with Trump, it, with tr- any of Trump's, there was definitely a lot of that. But I think this yeah. format, dude, it just sucks. It's just not there was good. So- something I saw was like the the contrast between like the blunt lack of structure from Trump's arguments compared to like Biden whenever he tried to have mm. some kind of art of the language or or you know where he like actually rhetoric. tried to like yeah. give like yeah some kind of rhetoric um, where it was like speech based. But it was just completely right. cut by Trump being like, oh, nuts. you're talking about your son, your son. He your is son crazy, dude. I, Trump just, just was nuts. He was so it, n- The problem is he does say things that are funny. Like, he said things that genuinely <laughs> made me laugh. But in a bad way, like in a look at this train wreck. Yo, not- he said, he literally said, this is the part where I was just completely lost at it. He was yeah. like, uh, look at this guy. He he has the, he wears a mask, and he's the biggest mask I've oh ever seen. Oh, my God. The like, that was a bad I've thing. He could be he could be two hundred feet away from you. He's got the biggest mask you've ever seen. I'm like, what does that mean? What it's is, a debate, is... a pre- presidential debate. Don't vote yeah. for this guy. He's got the biggest mask I've ever seen. What if it's true though? What if Biden does? Do I mean, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, I mean, if it's big enough to the point where it's not effective anymore, then it's silly. Then I actually get Trump's point. But it's like, why is wearing a mask a bad thing? It's not. And then they turned that into the political thing, where I think they asked a question eventually about mask, or it led into there. And it got into a political point of kind of like wearing masks because it's been politicized, very unfortunately. Yeah. But it was just, first of all, I think there needs to be no live audience for debates. And I know this, in this one, they weren't really loud. They weren't really saying anything. Some old ones, there's definitely people cheering. But this one they didn't, which was cool. I'm glad that they added that this time. But I don't think there should be any live audience. I don't even know if they should be. Like, I think you should honestly just cut the other person's audio when one person's speaking. Yeah, like when during the answer. Well, I bet the in the past part. they never had to do that, but now they have to. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. To, and you, you're, because, you're probably gonna have to. Yeah, like when you're when they're translating it to other languages. This is something yeah. I saw. There was just the translators were just mumbling over each other. They couldn't even get any of the thoughts <laughs> out. They had to speak over each other. Yeah, and then subtitles, subtitles for people who were deaf. Mm, the, it's impossible. No, they couldn't follow. They it's just couldn't totally follow impossible. it. Impossible. 
Dude, yeah. And that, wow. And that's, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, you don't even think about that, but that's important. And especially translators for like within the country, not just internationally, right? Like if you don't mm -hmm. care about international, whatever, there's people within America that need the translators. So yeah, that's really important. And that's a really good point. So I really think that even further bolsters this during the part where it's moderator asks one candidate a question, let them, you know, he said it, you know, first of all, that guy needs to get replaced, but we'll talk about that in a second, like how they choose moderators. But they even said it, two minutes uninterrupted. So why don't you just literally take away the possibility for the other person to interrupt? And you mm -hmm. let the person say whatever they want. Like he was outlining this to Trump, which was hilarious. That he talked to him like a kid at some points. He's like, sir, okay, sir, are you listening? Do you understand? Yeah. But he was like, listen, you're going to get two minutes. You can say whatever you want. I'm going to ask you about this. If you want to talk about something else, go ahead. But I'm going to ask you this. Perfect. So now cut the other person's audio so they can't interrupt. So it doesn't even matter what they're saying. And then if the other person wants to respond, it's on them to remember or mark down or something to then reply in their time. Because the time is not to be constantly retaliate against point to point to point to point because then the point becomes retaliation not actually getting your message which right. credit to biden he said that a few times i still think he fell for it more than uh he should have but he did do that enough but so that would that would allow that like put them in fucking sound booths i don't care if they can do it on family feud why can't they do that for the presidential debate where you put them where you can't hear them and they can actually give their <laughs> answers man like fuck that steve harvey may, might need to moderate that next debate <laughs> <laughs> holy shit dude but i don't know have you ever thought about that like how it's formed how it's structured just that setting up to fail yeah um well like uh, something i mentioned earlier was that there was always a rhetoric to each of the the opponent's mm. speech there was always a way that they were saying it that they kind of practiced almost you know it was like the art of persuasion even you know it was right like you could have these facts but you're speaking to a general population that doesn't isn't as educated as the experts. So you have to dumb it down a little bit, right? You have to put it in ways that they understand. But in this, it was just complete lack of anything, yeah. any substance. They really just yeah. went on the bare minimum, like talking smack about each other. They were talking about what the others didn't do instead of mm. what they're going to do, you know? And not even just them, but like, others in relation to them like not just about them themselves like so like you said they start talking about each other's kids they start talking about each other's colleagues they start talking about each other's administrations where it's like all right yeah those are important but the, the way you weave them is also important and like you just said trump and you got to give him credit in this part has figured out the way of messaging like mastering messaging because like you said again not everyone most people are not educated in the way that politicians speak or in the way that policy is communicated or in the way that research is conducted right so the, a lot of the times, our elected officials are interpreters. That's what a lot of their role is, is figuring out how to interpret that shit to the rest of us. And that's fine. We can have that role. But Trump does a much better way of capturing the way that more people speak, right? So it's like, even if there is no substance, and this is not saying, like, like when I was listening to him, I wasn't believing the things he's saying. Like, there's times where he would use words like, a lot of these people, right? Or just half of this is going to go away, where he's using purposeful exaggerations where if you're not listening then you just hear these big statements and you get the feeling of the big statements, which is also another thing. He puts the feeling behind the big statements and that's what communicates and you don't look for the fact because it's like, if there's any little thing that conf confirms my bias even a little bit, I'm going to attach onto it. And we're all guilty mm -hmm. of that. Of course I am. Uh, but mm -hmm. a lot of people are. And dude, it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I was trying to figure out what's the right way to combat that. I don't Because I, <laughs> I was also thinking if you put him in the booth, because Trump thrives bouncing off people. Right. Like and attack, go, go, let's go thrive, energy, energy. And I'm going to feed off what's going on around me and just momentum, momentum, loudness. So that's what I was thinking. Like if you isolate him and put him in a booth by himself, 
and just have him do the name calling, do his talking, do his talking in circles stuff by himself. And then you have the other candidate respond and choose whether they want to respond to that or not. Well, then isolate whatever he said. And most of the time we can just forget it. Most of the things that give it life is if you reply or if you yeah. respond to it. Otherwise, yeah. it's just random thoughts. Like it's just random. Like it's. I don't say it's this, but not to belittle ourselves, <laughs> but it's literally just like it's people talking about how they feel about a subject, right? Yeah. Rather than the experts that are super educated on it. So it's, I think that might be, just let him dig his own hole. Just let him spin around. There was only really one or two points where I thought, just in terms of not the content of what he's saying, but as an orator and presenting your message in like actual speech, where he had a string of maybe two to three to four minutes in like two or three separate instances where he's actually was an eloquent way to get your point across and what you were saying. And it made me like want to listen to what you're saying and understand. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. So look, there is an aspect of decorum that he's able to do and that he's able to string words together. And so you understand that this guy's not a fucking idiot. He chooses when to seem like one when it's to his advantage. And then we'll just capitalize on that. Cause I think not to say most people are idiots, but most people identify with, again, as we've been saying, the type of way he chooses to communicate to the population mm -hmm. rather than someone like Joe Biden. And that sucks. We need someone who can speak the same way, like who can communicate the same way. I did like how Joe Biden or, tried to go, 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 go. Or do the opposite and just actually have substantial evidence, substantial yeah. arguments. Right. Which he did like do. I, Again, credit to him. He did do that sometimes. Go, go, go. Uh, uh, I just don't know what the next three debates are going to look like. Dude, I'm excited for the vice president one. That'll be something. Kamala and that'll Pence. be something we could bear through, I guess. And I think that'll be a lot less, like, interruption showmanship. <laughs> yeah, It'll be so. more, yeah. You might get your fucking Twitter quotes, but you're always going to get that. But I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that one. I don't know when that is, but I'll be watching that one, too. I've definitely never watched a vice president election before. Yeah. I don't even think I've watched highlights. Excuse me. Um, hold on. There was, there was something else. Hold on. There was something else I wanted to say. Let me check my little list because I definitely wrote a lot of things down. Dude, but just <laughs> Trump just with the random statements is crazy. Like when he said China plague, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh God. And it, like I said, that was one of the points where it was making me laugh in a way that's not good. Like you're laughing at a train wreck. You just can't look away from it. Uh, and then you said we're planting a billion trees. I don't know what that was about. That made me laugh, but I was like, that's good if that's true. We're planting a billion trees. When they a asked him, like, what do you think about climate change? We're planting a billion trees. I was like, okay, that's good. Go ahead. Oh, man. I mean, obviously, there's the big part where he didn't disavow the white supremacy when the question oh, was asked God. him directly. Yeah, yeah. That's that something was... that both sides did. Okay, so in their attacks, they actually managed to get a few moments where they separated away from what they're campaign would want them to say what do you mean so like when they attacked trump on this right mm -hmm. he res he finally responded about the white supremacists but he said the the stand back and stand by yeah dude at first Which, i thought he said stand yeah at first i thought he said stand down and i was like oh everybody's fucking up the quote but then i went back and i was listening to it today again like just try to refresh but yeah when he said stand back and stand by i was like dude no what? no and that's one of those things where i was like okay i, I don't think he I mean, he purposely chose those words in terms of he was trying to avoid saying stand down outright because that would have totally eliminate the base. But I don't know if he was trying to say stand by or if that just slipped out of his tongue. But because he's who he is and because his followers or those followers, at least, are who they are, it, it is going to get interpreted like that, whether of he course. meant it to or not. Of course. It and is. it was and nuts. How is he not aware of that? You know, like how I'm sure exactly. his campaign didn't want him to say some shit like that. I'm sure his campaign doesn't want him to say a lot of shit. But I think that was one of the moments where he kind of slipped up. Like he had the chance to be like. I condemn, I condemn white supremacy. If he said that... It would have been so easy. It would have been... Oh, like, he could have won off of that, the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people could just be like, look, he's obviously not racist. But... Yeah, he didn't. wow, you're right. <laughs> he didn't, so... 
Whoa, so you're right. Cause he's kind of racist because like, he never. I mean, and you know, we'll discuss this idea behind this in a second. But there was a couple points where he mentioned being called racist. He's like, I shut down the economy. He called me racist. He called me xenophobic. All that type of shit. But he never said that he wasn't. Like he just said that it happened, and then like, and obviously the white supremacist part. But then you know, there's the argument of well, not giving credence to something that's not even true. But then when the white supremacist part comes up, it's like, all right, Drew, bro, you yeah. have you have something to answer for, and you didn't. You actually made it yeah. a lot worse, which was really yeah. bad. Really bad. So that's now fucking the, bad. On the other side, Trump managed to get Biden to say that he doesn't support Medicare for all or the Green New Deal. Not necessarily yeah. that he doesn't support yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But he has but a different that, proposal. That those aren't his plans. Right. You know? And even just the way he said it makes it seem like he doesn't support those. Yeah. So a lot of people can be like, oh, shit, now Biden doesn't support the thing that I care about, why would I vote for him? Yeah, fact. And I did like that he did that. I mean, just in terms of if you don't believe that and you're not running it, don't just let him say that and like be... That's where I thought he did a good job of uh, discrediting what Trump said and pivoting into his position. Where mm -hmm. as opposed to when he would just try to discredit what Trump said and let him continue the back and forth. Where it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I was thinking like, what would I do if I was in this situation when Trump just started rambling and uh, interrupting? I just thought, okay, I'm gonna stay quiet. Wait till he's done. I'm going to speak to the moderator and be like, and refresh the audience. What was your question again? Or what did you ask me? And then go back and answering. And I'm just going to keep that on repeat until, you know what? Listen, my time run, might run out, but there's, that's going to at least set a precedent for noticing, okay, something's fucked up about either this format, this candidate, or the way that this is being conducted, that one candidate literally couldn't get anything out. And you know what? I might take the L that first debate. I might, yep. but I think that's if, something yeah. that would spark change in the next. And that could end up being a long I think there is change thing. happening too. Yeah, I think they're going to change the structure of the debate for the next. What do you one. mean? Uh, there was already talks, the, so it's run by a nonpartisan group. What's their name? Um, Commission for? Oh no, 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 no! Wait, the people who host it or the people who choose the moderator? The host and choose, right? I think it's. Well, the, there's. I think there's like two different. There's like an independent committee, a commission for presidential debates or something. I think that's what their name literally wow. is. Yeah, and they have. But I, I couldn't really understand the process when I tried to look it up. But continue what you were saying. All I know is that they're changing the structure because of the backlash. That did they say we, how? That, they didn't say how. Oh, They're shit. probably gonna describe it next next time the debate's on. So man, like let us know beforehand, bro. Like <laughs> isn't that something you can tell us before? And it's interesting because why isn't that something that we have like a say in? You know, like that's just a structure we have to accept with a mm. position that affects us a lot. It was mm. you know when Joe Biden had mentioned something about when they were talking about the Supreme Court, he said one of the only way. Well, he said the only way, which I don't agree with, but one of the only ways for the. Um, American people to express their opinion is voting for the president and vice president. Maybe he meant that specifically for the Supreme Court justice, which, yeah, that is kind of the I only think he way. Did. Yeah. yeah, which makes sense. But um, what was that just tangent off of? What were we just saying right before that? Tell us how the structure is going to be or let us choose the structure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that point fed into that thought where I was like, yeah, that's part of choosing the structure of who becomes president and like the, uh, the after effects after. And the uh, aftershock, if you would, stream aftershock and impact. Tyler on demand on all streaming platforms. Wow. <laughs> shameless plug. How'd you slide that shameless in? Shameless plug. Shameless plug. But um, <laughs> listen, we have to build our independent empires if we want to stand up to this one. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not calling for civil war. That's like three episodes oh. in a row I've had to say that. <laughs> but that is to say uh, they need to change the format. That's my overall point. Like, and Something that we could have a say in or something that we could influence in some way beyond just... Because also one of the problems is all the only way we can influence it is by voting. And so when you have something like this, like Corona and all this bullshit at the top level, I'm saying, and like Corona and all this bullshit that goes on that makes people not feel safe or that makes it not able to go vote, then now we're left with no other option. And people feel powerless. 
they don't feel like finding a way, even if there actually is one. But then when the mm -hmm. message is put out, nah, it's horrid, it's bad, you got no chance. You think that makes people want to do something? Some people it does, but we call those people rare. I don't know, man. Um, no. Yeah. Do you have any other general thoughts about it? Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, no, I think it's. Oh, actually, I do. So nice. Yes. Keep now, going. what I'm kind of upset of, or not upset, just something I really don't like is like how people are like, "Oh, I can't wait for the SNL parody of it." You know? Oh it's like, God, yeah. Because that's just they're mocking something that's already a mockery. Yeah, it's I'm not glad saying you, anything yeah. anymore. It's just, it's sad, you know. And it, it with the, when we constantly make jokes about it, I feel like it takes away from the fact that it's a serious issue that our politics have devolved to this mm. so much. And then it's not about the debate anymore. It's about the shows and everything around it. It's yep. about the commentary about it. It becomes content, not real life. It's content. It's content. It's like people are like jumping. Oh yeah, let's let's start making skits about this. Mm -hmm. Memes, go for it. Like go Memes. off. And don't get me wrong. Actually, I mean, I think Twitter's different. I think live commenting, and that is our way to like communicate with each other with an event that means something to the country. But like you're saying, the, it, like instantly the next day, it's highlights of the debate, you know. And you see, and just the fact that they're called highlights, right? That. I just watched highlights for the Lakers heat game. Why is that called the same thing? Like messaging matters. <laughs> Why is that called the same thing for the debate versus you know, the sports finals? Yeah, the whole thing should be the highlight. Right. You or should just watch the whole recap. thing. You should be informed. Right. Yeah, recap. You're not trying to make it this spectacle or make it this show. You're trying to make it this reality that it is that we all have and to And I bet with. one of the highlights was when Joe Biden called him a clown. Oh, or God. Yeah. Or said, shut up, were, man. Yeah, or keep said, babbling. shut up, man. Yeah. And the thing is, though, like that, I mean, I don't know if it's perfect to say it in that scenario, but that mentality or i don't want to say casualness but that willingness to communicate to him in that way might be the key to because when he said those things i was like oh he really feels that about him he's like dude can you just like i'm literally just trying to speak right and i was like okay now that's something now how can you translate that to actually the policies what you're talking about and pivot and use it to build off your own not use it to try and disparage him because then once mm -hmm. it comes to a game of disparagement then we just end up with one of two extremely disparaged and shat on, uh, uh, what's it called? Contest Old what, yeah, not contestants. What the, look, here I am with the game show shit. What are they called? Candidates. Candidates. <laughs> look, yeah, it feels like contestants. But then instead, we're, we come away from it from someone who has propped up their own ideals and explained to us why they think it would be better for us. Not just one who said, this is why they're bad. Yep. That's why Trump won the first time, because there was no, I'm not Trump. It was, oh, no, sorry, that was what it was. It was, I'm not Trump. That's all Hillary's shit was. That yeah. was the first thing always said. First impressions matter, people. So what you say first and what you lead with and what you put your most energy into is going to leave the most impact. So you have to decide what that is. Is it getting even or is it getting over something? Get even or get over. That might be the title of this episode. I got the power, I'm He-Man, looking like the man Pull the sword out the stone on D-Man I know like a madman, matter of fact, bruh The mad hatter got no manner of mask, nah That got it covered like me and my brothers Hit the beat with each other, get to beating the others I catch tigers, toe tag em, flow bag em Chosen one for the ring, Frodo Baggins Then I hit princess on a Nokia Tell her she could get it all if she came here I'm in the clear, shooting out the stratosphere All my 
atoms in the atmosphere Oh, you can't hear? I'ma say it time again, man, I'm all timing Top ramen used to be the fine dining Now I put a hot sauce out my bag in the restaurant Miss America with me, yeah, she a debutante Put in the music, and I preach it to the art form Signal my arrival, I was born in a storm I ain't had me a rival since the yet to reform Sure as hell my survival, cause I ain't the norm, huh yeah, the microphone, my scabbard, real dapper ass rapper, and I be this chapter of history. The future is a mystery, the past dead to me. Only moment meant to lead is the present, and I'm living heaven's end. I'm the best I'd ever been, and the best I'd ever yet. Hear me tell it, you would think I'm the talent of the century. And you be right, matter of fact, it's what you better be. Weighing on stocks on my The last thing I wanted to say about the show aspect of it was, um, before I do, I have one something to say about the moderator too. But the show aspect of it was, I was watching the lead up, and I think I mentioned this to you, James, when we were talking about it. But I was watching the lead up on different uh, news channels to the debate, like you know, some ABC, some Fox, some. I ended up watching it on Fox for the reasons I will explain. And ABC, like uh, MSNBC, and other you know the liberal leaning sites. And I noticed that on Fox. For the majority of the lead up from the hour into when the event started to when it actually got underway, they were just showing the venue, they were showing the host speaking, they were showing the people leading it, they were showing maybe the interactions, whatever, showing people coming in. Something just light, you even said it, James, they're showing something boring, right? Because it's supposed to be like this is not supposed to be a super glitz and glamour type of event. This is supposed to be a serious proceeding that not everything's fun. But I look over to the more left-leaning sides and, you know, you see pundit after pundit just weighing in, just talking, 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 trying to capitalize on this 24-hour news cycle about um, the debate, I mean, and the election and everything that's going on, trying to capitalize on it. And so that is all to say, this is not to pray. I mean, I am praising Fox News in that aspect of it because I think they, in that instance, they were not feeding into what the media does, which is grandstand and make these things into spectacles. And that... I think that's something that people need to take note of because, yes, Fox News has many problems, and I will be happy to point them out when they happen. But I think this was an instance of not that not happening. I don't know what their motives were. I don't know if they're trying to position themselves as that. But at that point, it's like if you, if you do charity for tax cuts. I don't care. If you did the charity, great. If you benefited too, great. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't like that, and I just wish that that didn't happen. Did you notice that at all? I was on Fox the whole time, so I didn't oh, see any yeah. that's talking about it. Oh, yeah, we got Republican James up here. Uh, uh, you forget hey, he's from hey, Texas. Hey, you hey, forget hey, he's from Texas. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't you do that. That's libel. Don't you. you can be a Republican. Republican's not bad. Trump's bad. Republican no, I just want my stance to be clear. I'm, a, I'm Which against is, Trump, and oh, I would good. not Same. be. Me too. I, I'm not Republican. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, God. Dude, fucking Chris Wallace was weak. That's his name, right? Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. It's funny as his name because he looks like fucking Wallace and Gromit from that movie. Like, he looks like fucking Chicken Run in human form. It is crazy. He, he looks like claymation. He kind of does. They all look like, just like characters. Ew, They man. didn't look real. None of them look real. Ew. They look it like. weird. It was like I dissociated for a second when I first popped on screen. I was Dude. Like, what the I'm glad what? you mentioned that because I was watching it feeling so detached. I was like, is this yeah. real? Like, is this like, is this actually happening? It was just, I didn't feel like this is the American election that's happening. I felt like I was watching like a TV show, like you said. And okay, moderator first, then one more point about Trump. Um, but so yeah, what was, how was that chosen? Do you have any idea how the process of them choosing a moderator goes? I don't, but I know that Chris Wallace is one of the um, right-leaning He's from Fox, Talk right? Talk show host. He's from Fox, but he's been uh, aggressive towards getting, like, facts checked when he's speaking to Trump. I saw yeah. an interview, a oh, few interviews good. where he's actually, like, fact-corrected him 
in the middle of their conversation. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, so I think that's why he was chosen, so that it doesn't seem like they're skewing towards Biden. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I, I didn't think he seemed skewing or leaning either way. I just don't think he was, like, had enough presence to get them mm-hmm. to stop, which he shouldn't have to, unfortunately, because they're supposed yeah. to just fucking stop and just yeah. supposed to talk to each other. But that yeah. might be something where... If he has the power of the mute button... If he does, then he has to hit it, man. And that might happen next time. He might be like, yo, I'm taking command and saying I need to cut you if you're going to keep interrupting. Because this is, it's a dismantlement of what we claim is supposed to represent our democracy, which is yeah. the debate. On an international access. stage. On, an, on, on, on In front of everyone. Yeah. They're doing this child shit. Yeah, wait, should we even be showing the U.S. debates internationally? I don't. I don't know. I mean, we have to. We're at the forefront, right? So, like, yeah. now I know that other countries can be like, this This is democracy. Like, is this what you want? Is this, oh. is this what it comes down to, to people just arguing at each other? Well, do other countries show their debates on TV? I bet they do. Canada, Some maybe. Of them. Not all of them, but I bet they, they're just not as publicized as ours. Right, but you could find it if they were happening, yeah. possibly. Mm. that's an interesting concept but i guess like if we do in a, live in a world that's so global where countries especially like america decisions they make can affect things on a global scale you might need to show but i mean you you intellectually i agree with you in terms of uh caring about uh like personally caring about things internationally and our effects but you seem to bring up the international perspective more but like if someone argued to me just from the american perspective i would have no problem with that right like because it's the american elections you're american people i understand that i just personally think different but, yeah, it's a shame when your leaders just look like fucking idiots on the world stage and further. Like, I'm from Toronto. Rob Ford was our mayor that smoked crack. Like, we still haven't lived that down. <laughs> R.I.P., R.I.P., but he's still, like, I mean, he, we still don't live that down. That's still a joke for the city. I didn't so know So it's that. even worse when it's, oh, yeah, dude. Rob Ford was, he was, he was, uh, he was out here. He was a wild cracky, boy. Cracky, cracky. He, he was, like, fat, kind of slobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was not good. It was not good. Uh. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, let's close out on this. Let's close out on this. And we've touched on it a few times, and I want to kind of encapsulate in the question. How much of Trump that we see is real? Fuck. How much do you think of that is real versus playing something up? Whether it's an act, whether it's a role, whether it's a character, whatever it is. I I can't tell, man. I feel like he, no matter what, the real him is completely separate from the world that we live in you yeah. know so his his the real him isn't even a relatable person i don't think oh shit yeah like it might be even less r- relatable than this because this, yeah. this we can relate him to like a douchebag you know like we, yeah. we can relate to that yeah because i was thinking like first of all he's been a character as part of his real life for so long yeah he's almost like a rapper in that sense he's been a persona yes he's almost for his so entire long. life and he's mastered communicating as a persona on camera, whether that's antagonistic, whether that's, you know, the cool guy, any of that. And I think that's why he's so good at the messaging and shit and why he thrives in this celebrity aspect and fucking um, spectacleization aspect. That's another thing. If you actually want to take Trump down, stop making it like a show because that's how he thrives. But yeah. that feeds into I don't think a lot of the media at the core wants it to stop because they, they get it. money off of it. That's their cash cow. That's their cash cow. And that takes people realizing that no matter the side, when it gets to a certain level, all of those elites or whatever are playing on the same game and they all make money off of whatever happens. So it's like we need to decide on the ground what we want if we're going to get distracted by that or if we're going to try and work against it, you know, and I think work against it. And that involves – it involves a aspect of attention to self 
and discerning between information, doing your due diligence, willing to accept other information and other opinions, not saying you have to change your mind, but willing to just literally hear them out, right? Like the always, like my kind of skepticism mindset is I'll listen to everything, but I pretty much believe nothing until I've heard enough of multiple things, right? And then go do my own formulations. So I'll always listen to somebody, but I'm not accepting anything really anybody says just off face value, at least not on a deep sense, maybe in the surface sense in terms of to keep the conversation going and we can actually maybe get somewhere deeper, but that would take multiple interactions, multiple iterations, multiple, like just not even evidence-based thought, but just, I mean, I guess it's kind of evidence, but just something that reflects some aspect of reality. It doesn't have to be the truth necessarily because we all live different lives and different truths that kind of blend together to form whatever society's truth is. But there needs to be some reflection of that for me to give it real credence. And I just wish that was something that more people did because then I think this influence of the media and like social media and all these type of echo chambers wouldn't have such a strong grip on people. Yeah. I don't know, man. Trump's a weird one. He's really a fucking weird one because he's just so nuts. And when he's up there... Okay, hold on. <laughs> Every time I think of something, I think I'm going to stop. But it's like, damn, there's just so much packed into that. And when he's up there, you mentioned it's like the way he's acting. It's just like, how is there a person that acts like this, that thinks this is all right in this setting? And that's why I was like, is it on purpose? Is he really that detached? Is this what they're saying when you're just a rich billionaire and you don't like you get whatever you want? Or because I'm sure that's how he got a lot of what he wants. He just talks, 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 keeps talking, tries to overpower you. And then people are just like, oh, fuck. I mean, he's at a certain point of money and status where, yeah, that just works. So I don't know what the answer is to fixing debates. I don't know. What, I mean, I kind of like my idea for changing the format, but I mean, I don't think it's happening this year. I'd like to see what they say for what you said they're talking about changing it. And I hope they let us know before it happens. That would be nice. So there's what? There's another, there's the vice president debate. And then there's what? A president, another presidential debate or two more? Might be two more. Okay, two more. And then is there another vice presidential debate as well? Or also two more? Oh, maybe it's two presidential, two vice presidential. I'm not sure. Actually. Yeah, I mean, neither. Who knows? We don't know anything. We went we'll for an hour and we don't know anything. We, we don't know, know about shit. NBA. Wait, 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 we don't know yeah. about politics. <laughs> <laughs> we just know about podcasting, baby. That's all we know about. All right, at least well, we're talking about it and not yelling at each other, though. You're right. Exactly. Exactly. And we didn't agree on everything, right? But we were still able to do every. I mean, we kind of did. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so then I think this has been another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. James, is there anything that you would like to leave the people with before we sign off? Man, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's a lot, man. It's definitely yes. a lot. Stay informed. Do mm. your best. Do your best. Yeah, I like that. And don't forget, there is still a pandemic out here. So stay, you know, safe. Uh, Do all your cleanliness things. There's been reports of spikes going up in, in different areas. New York, some in Boston. I was just reading about that today. And yeah. I, like, when you left, I looked at my phone and I was like, sheesh. Because I saw Boston's on, the on like, the red list. When I left. Of, of dangerous. Yeah, we went to the restroom. What are you talking about right now? In the break, in the break. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) So when did we go to the restroom together? (laughs) And are you sure we want to talk about that? But yeah, yeah. Anyway, Anyway, yeah, I echo what James say for sure. Um, In the selfish plug moment, please check out TylerOnDemand.com. Check out Emilio Guido on YouTube. Check out Tyler on Demand on YouTube. Me and James got the Bobby Ray video coming for you soon. Oh, yeah. It's really sick. We've been working real hard, and it sounds really good. I can't thank James enough, and I can't wait till we get it out. Maybe we'll talk about some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff. There was funny things along with this process, as always. As always, the the behind-the-scenes with us (laughs) is usually a greater story than the product itself. Oh, my God. There's just one shot that I just can't stop Which one? Wait, which one is it? Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Well, give him a sneak peek. Which one is it? Uh... When you got the Holy Ghost in you and you're rapping, bro. Oh, my God, yeah. It's, 
That was a that was a wild time. That was, we hit a weird creative inspiration at that time. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait though. So thank you, uh, y'all. Please check out all these things. Check out Impact. Check out AfterShock. Support your boys, and we'll keep bringing you this premium content and premium podcasting. And thank you. Check us out uh, on Instagram at Rabbit Hole Sessions on YouTube Rabbit Hole Sessions, and they contact us at theseshpod13 at gmail.com. Whew, yes, that was a lot of plugs, but we're worth it, damn it. And so are y'all. So thank you. It's another episode for me, for James, for Emilio. Peace out, y'all. Bye. There you go.